Hey everybody, welcome to Kingdom Smarts, I'm Jake. And I'm Shannon. And this is a podcast where Shannon has 30 minutes at a time to explain Kingdom Hearts to me, and we're on Dream Drop Distance. Yep. We're doing, we're, I think I already made the, we're dropping and dreaming and distancing. I think I already made that joke. <laughs> Dream Drop Social Distancing. <laughs> the, I was thinking about that today, in that podcast is like the one activity I do that was completely unaffected. Like <laughs> <laughs> just entirely unaffected by a whole global pandemic and i'm like oh that's kind of nice there's at least one thing it's like oh you don't have to worry about it you're not seeing them in person anyway <laughs> so previously on kingdom smarts um frollo just shuts a lot of racist shit yeah frollo's <laughs> racist quasimodo's like good and pure yeah so is Sora. Sora's a good boy, too. I think we finished up Traverse Town. Oh, yeah. Joshua Josh, Josh was a fucking angel. Yeah, he was someone's uh, OC that they made up when they were 14. They good were for 14. him. They just read, I don't know, like Twilight or something. There's probably some. some... Look, I, can, I can't judge. <laughs> Nima from my webcomic used to have wings. <laughs> and I've also seen your Kingdom Hearts OCs where one of them explicitly had one wing. Yeah. So, so you look. I get it. I look. Wings is cool. Yeah, I'm not, we're not here to trash on on uh, winged OCs. That seems pretty cool. I mean, and apparently he sucks. So Joshua might be one of my OCs. <laughs> Did you the secret him into existence on accident? Maybe. I guess we'll I find like, out. I feel like you would probably have a a different name at yeah. the very least than just. <laughs> Joshua. Though, to be fair, the lead character of your webcomic's name is Dean, and that's like a regular human name. Yeah. Unlike anyone else there. That's how you know he's the chosen one. <laughs> what else he, happened? He was named in a panic. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, some, sometimes you name something in a panic and you're like, I'm not going to think of a new one. And then that's how it is. We've all been there. <laughs> I, my human form was named in a panic. So, like, I get it. My parents had a whole name picked out, and then they saw me, and they went, that's a Jake, and then that's how I became Jake, so, like, it happens. <laughs> it makes sense. Uh, I think that's kind of all that yeah, happened. We were, like, out of it that entire episode. I cannot remember anything we talked about outside of just, like, me not wanting to read a racist dude's dialogue. <laughs> yeah, it was a weird one. Um I'm not going to guarantee this one's going to be any less weird. Yeah, like, Hunchback's great, and I like Frollo as a Disney villain. I just don't want to read his dialogue out loud. Yeah, I think I think I saw you respond to somebody on Twitter um, by saying, like, it's like, like the bad guy from Django. Great bad guy. You do not want to say his dialogue out loud, though. Yes. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> that's that's what's going on that's where we are in the podcast kind of sphere right now it's yeah like we're trying to have a good time and this guy's just fucking it all up <laughs> yeah uh i don't i'm not gonna finish that I'm, i could i had a thought i could go somewhere but i'm not i'm not even gonna touch it we're trying to have a good time <laughs> we're just gonna do our best um so with that said yep if you're ready your time begins now so we left off after uh, Sora, uh, Sora saved Quasimodo from Dream Eaters and uh, Quasimodo went inside with Esmeralda. Yep. So Sora's wondering if Quasimodo is okay and he goes inside uh, Notre Dame and Notre Dame's like completely open. You can go all over the building. It's really cool. That's pretty neat. 
Yeah, so you can just, like, run around, there's, you can go up to the area where, like, the bells are and, like, mess with stuff, like, you can, like, get on the roof, like, the maps of this game are fucking massive. That's pretty dope. Empty as hell, but massive. <laughs> Once, one thing at a time. Yeah, it's a 3DS, they're doing their best. Yeah, exactly. I can't, I, I have to imagine that, like, for a certain, like, age group of kids playing this game, like, the fact that the map was so open led to them doing every single thing they could, like, to try to, like, get places like i used to play like ocarina of time just for hours and be like can i get on this wall no uh, that's that's two hours worth of work to get to no but i was watching bond play it he did have a moment where like he was like yeah the notre dame's here i'm pretty sure you'd scale it up to the roof from here and then he just like spent a few minutes trying to climb up the front <laughs> of notre dame to get to the top and then eventually reached a point he's like well i know you can do it i'll just do it later <laughs> Uh, but yes, yeah, so you scale, you can run around the building, you go up to where the, uh, bells are, and you pass the three gargoyles, easily the worst characters in the movie. Yep. Quasimodo is there, just showing Esmeralda Big Marie, which is one of, like, the bigger bells, and yeah. Esmeralda's being cute inside of it, and doing the, like, hello, oh, oh. Nice. And Sora's hanging out over by the gargoyles, and he's just like, oh, I'm just glad that Quasi's safe, this is nice. <laughs> And then the gargoyles come to life. They're just like, yeah, you know, Quasimodo's, like, stronger than stone. He'd be fine. And so I was like, yeah, you know what? That makes sense. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Take, run that back for me one more again. And basically just freaks out because three gargoyles started talking to him. They're just like, <laughs> whatever. It's fine. Don't worry about it. That I didn't write down anything else they said because I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't really remember them. Outside of, I think, a Lindsay Ellis video where she talked about how bad they are. You're the, uh, I can't believe I'm losing to a bird and he throws down the cards. Yes. She, she uses that clip, like, all the time and it cra that's, like, the only <laughs> laugh they'll ever get me is her using that clip as a joke instead of the joke itself. It's not even the joke. Because that's just, that's just, I'm losing, that's just, like, I'm losing to a rug. That's just that, that's, like, the, like, low-rent Aladdin jokes. Yeah, They're that's all they are. The they're and stealing their own them. jokes. Woof. Even as a kid, I was like, I don't like any of this. <laughs> They're bad. But yeah, so Quasimodo and Esmeralda are hanging out, and Quasimodo's talking about how he wishes Esmeralda could stay and enjoy this sanctuary where no one can bother her. Right. And she's just like, yeah, that's not really my deal. Like, I want my freedom, and I just like, I can't, I don't do well inside stone walls. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, cool. Well, you helped me, so I'll help you. Like, there's guards at every door. Like, there's no way for you to get out. But, like, you know, I'll take you out a back way that they won't expect. And basically, like, you know, grabs her and just gets a rope and just jumps out the front of the cathedral and, like, right. parkours his way across the city. And so I it's just like, I guess that's the way to do it, man. <laughs> cool. Good, good thing I got this new flow motion so I can follow you. <laughs> And so I was like, yeah, that's cool, I guess. So anyways, um, tar talking gargoyles, what's up with this? Like, what's <laughs> this whole deal of everything that I'm here? I like that the thing he takes umbrage with is the talking gargoyles. Because, like, he does personally know a dog and a duck that talk. Yeah, and he's been a mermaid twice. He, he turns into mermaids sometimes. He's, he's been one, a cat. One of his friends is a skeleton man <laughs> so like <laughs> yeah he's been a vampire yeah like i just like that he's like whoa gargoyles 
That's weird. I'm pretty sure there's talking gargoyles literally in Halloween Town. Probably. But I guess maybe they're he's like, well, everything's monsters here. Yeah. In this in in Quasimodo Town, everything else is pretty much like regular stuff. And there's just three talking gargoyles. <laughs> Sora was also expecting like, you know, consistent tone throughout this world, the talking gargoyles uh, showed up. He's like, Alright, I am so sorry. What? <laughs> that's what he's that's what it is. It's not the fact that they are talking. It's how they are talking. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the gargoyles start to explain how Quasimodo isn't allowed to leave, how Frollo forbids it. They thank him for saving Quasimodo, because he like he just wanted to go out and see the Feast of Fools, yeah. or the Festival of Fools, whatever it was. And uh, they're proud of him that he did it, and the, like those monsters showed up and just completely like crushed his dreams, and like hope it doesn't make him give up on wanting to go out and see the world. Nice. And Sora's like, yeah, don't let your heart be a prison. I'm gonna go find him and tell him that cool thing I just said. <laughs> I'm gonna write that down and live for later. <laughs> and then we get a flashback for Frollo Cautions Quasimodo. And um, it's basically one of the whole musical numbers, but not a musical number, because they're cowards. That seems, yeah, I was gonna say, that's a, that seems like a bummer. Yeah, it's where Frollo does the whole, like, uh, you are deformed and you are ugly and the world shows little uh, little pity and all that, and he's doing yeah. the whole thing. It's just literally speaking the dialogue instead of singing it. Why? They have the files. <laughs> <laughs> they know Disney, right? They could just call them and be like, can you send us the soundtrack? Or just, like put like the video in there like i don't see why they couldn't just do that uh, i guess this is the what they wanted to stick to a tone <laughs> well, I, guess I guess they learned they're trying at least <laughs> just in the wrong way because the music's the best part of hunchback easily yeah but yeah so uh he's talking about how uh, like he's his, uh, how frollo is uh quasimodo's only friend and that he has to stay up here where he can protect him and that like this is your sanctuary Right. And, and Quasi's just like, yeah, I don't know anyone else, so I guess I have to believe you. Yeah, quick note, if your only friend says you have to stay in this place and no one can see you, that's more of a captor than a than a friend. Just um Especially when your only friend's like, hey, call me master. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's another big red flag. <laughs> oh, poor Quasimodo doesn't even know what red flags are. One day he'll learn. Someday. Uh but yeah, so we fade out and we go back to the regular gameplay and Sora is just like leaving the city and gets stopped by Phoebus, who's already in like his like tattered tunic that's like not his like not Captain Phoebus outfit. Right. Sora's immediately just fists up and ready to fight him. He's like, hey, you're a Frollo. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. And for, uh, Phoebus is just like, oh wait, 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 hold on. Look at the uniform. I'm a friend now. And he introduces himself and asks if Esmeralda is safe, and Sora explains that she left with Quasimodo, and Phoebus starts getting worried because uh, Frollo is just super obsessed with this hate crime he's doing and just wants right. to kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, woof. And he's just like, yeah, when I re rejected his ideas, he, like, banished me from the guard. He found the Court of Miracles where, like, so all Esmeralda and all of her friends are in danger. So I just looked up Phoebus to get a visual on him because in my head it was like the jester guy oh, that's and, I like, and i was like that cannot be the captain of the guard <laughs> i would be no... i'd be a much happier person if clopon was in this game he's my favorite quasi <laughs> or my favorite hunchback of notre dame character is he not in it at all nope bummer tear i 
when I was a kid, I had his little puppet and I like brought it everywhere with me. Oh, nice. I definitely had like a, a little Quasimodo like stuffed toy that was like the one from Burger King. No, it was bigger than that. it was like it was like yay big, like a foot or so tall. Oh, yeah. Um, I think oh, Burger I might King have, had puppets. That's what they were. Yeah. Um, I think I might have got it from Disney World when I went when I was like seven or eight. Um, I had I had to be six or seven because I think it was when my mom was still pregnant with my little brother. So like, I got it then, and I was like, "This is my favorite now. <laughs> it's this and Power Rangers, the only toys I ever need." <laughs> but yeah, well, Phoebus is uh telling Quasimodo that like Esmeralda and her friends are in danger. We see like in the distance, like Quasimodo in the foreground holding that little like map pendant that she gives him in the movie. Okay. And he's just, like, clutching it, and, like, as soon as he says that she's in danger, he just, like, gas and drops it. And since no one's in the town, they hear this perfectly from, like, across <laughs> sure. the city. There's no people talking or dampening any noises or anything. So. Yeah, so they go over, and they're just like, we have to go, like, find all of them before Frollo does. And they ask Quasimodo where Esmeralda is, but he doesn't know. He's like, she just, like, disappeared down a street, but she gave me this pendant, said it would help me uh, find her if I ever needed her again. And that, like, if I, as long as I have this pendant, the city is in the palm of my hands. And that's when they're just like, oh, it's the city. There's the little river. There's the cathedral. This uh, other dot is where the Court of Miracles is. Gotcha. So then you get to go track down Esmeralda. And uh, you, like, make your way out of the city, into the outskirts of the city, into, like, the underground of the city, which is also low-key, just, like, a cavern. Okay. Well, they're in... <laughs> Paris, right? Yeah, I so guess that that's there, not too weird. There are catacombs there. I don't know if they're necessarily like that accessible, but sure. Yeah, it's definitely just like here's a cool platforming area. It's like split ground and like weird poison fog from the like dream eaters and like all these caverns you can jump across. I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> just like Paris. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get another new dream eater called the Toximander, which is okay. just a fat little gecko. Nice. And it's adorable. Uh, the Nightmare version's, like, purple and black, and it's got, like, a little heart on its tail. It's, like, little tail fins of heart. Okay. And then the spirit versions are green and purple. After you apparently make your way through hell, you find your way to the Court of Miracles. <laughs> Again, absolutely empty, except for Esmeralda. That's gotta be the bummer. Like, I, like Paris empty, sure. Not, you yeah, know, not ideal, but okay. But then, like, the Court of Miracles being empty is like, oh, all of the personality of this place is literally gone yeah like it's still really bright and colorful and cool and there's tents everywhere but part of me is just like where's everyone where's clopon <laughs> Where, where's clopon <laughs> but uh so you go warn for you go find esmeralda and you're like all right uh frollo knows where this place is uh we need to get you out of here but then Frollo shows up with a bunch of nightmares, with, a, like, the big, like, enemy, uh, like, big, that big well, well, well energy. Right. And he's just like, yeah, no shit. Fucking followed you, idiots. Thanks. Mmm, <laughs> rough. Yeah, and he's just like, I knew I'd finally have, a like, a purpose for you, Quasimodo. Uh, he's like, cool. anyways, time to go be, like, racist and horny at Esmeralda. Woof. Which I will- I will say when he does like grab her by the arm and like twist it behind her back and like talk with his like face next to hers, he doesn't smell her hair in the game, so you know they're doing they're doing better. <laughs> Pro progress. Oh god, this fucking weirdo. <laughs> and like to their credit, 
Disney did make a very good villain. Because yeah. I hate every single thing about him. Yeah, he's definitely like gross in a way that is absolutely on purpose and meant to make you mad. Or yeah, you sh- if you're not getting mad at him, you should probably like check yourself for a second. You should, yeah, you should, you should have a thought of think about that. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, they definitely, like, they still keep them super racist in the game, but they do tone down the horniness. But, like, that grabbing her by the arm, I'm like, it's still a little bit there. I know what you're thinking. Yeah, that that's also one of those weird, like, uh, like, not necessarily, like, MPAA or ESRB, like, rating things, but just, like, a what is acceptable? Like, oh, yeah, we can still show the racism. That's, that's fine. But, like. The sex stuff is we can't do that in a for in a game for we kids. We can't have both. We can't. We can do one or the other. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he grabs her and he's talking about how he's going to take her to the bonfire. He's going to take her to a bonfire. So you say that you're going to burn her to death. Little baby steps. Yeah. And Sora's <laughs> in the background, like, I'm sorry. This is a Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> And tries to attack Frollo with his sword. Good. And then Frollo kind of like flashes with darkness and suddenly like a big shadow like goes over Sora and like he turns, he does that like turn around, but like the shadow has a POV and just like hits him. Okay. And then Sora gets knocked unconscious. Oh, that sucks. And so Sora wakes up alone and he just kind of stands up. He's like, oh, fuck, where is everyone? I was wondering how we were going to get to like... Because we're, like, basically at the climax of the movie, yeah. and I was like, I wonder how they're going to keep the game going for a minute to play with. But yeah, so, so Sora wakes up alone, but he remembers Frollo saying the thing about the bonfire in the square, so he's like, alright, time to go save Esmeralda again. <laughs> so he, uh, you make your way just across this huge-ass map, which is one of these <laughs> points where you're like, oh, this map's so great that it's big, and then, like, 20 minutes later, you're like, if I could just get to the Notre Dame, please. <laughs> is there a horse I could get on, or maybe a fast-travel button I could hit? Uh, so you get up uh, in front of Notre Dame, and there's, like, a big uh, platform set up, and Esmeralda is being burned at the stake. Like, she's already tied up to the stick, and it's on fire, and Frollo's just watching, like he Bummer. does. Sure, yeah. And then uh, Quasimodo does his, like, swing down from the cathedral, land, grabber, uh, go climb up the church and, like, do the big scene where he holds her up and shouts sanctuary. Right. I'm glad that he still gets, like, that moment and it's not just, like, and then Zora saves her. Yeah. It's not, there's a few parts of this game where Sora's definitely in the background, like, <laughs> everyone have fun. <laughs> Woo! Make your choices. There's a world in Kingdom Hearts 3 that is laughably detached from Sora. Like, really? a Disney movie happens and Sora's just, like, photoshopped in the background of the <laughs> Disney movie and it fucking cracks me up every time. That's wild that <laughs> that is a thing that happened. <laughs> and, um... Oh, what, what else? Oh, yeah. This is, like, another part of this game where it kind of shows where, like... I feel like Hunchback suffers from this for the, the most, but the music in this world kind of sucks. Oh, no. And it kind of ruins the suspense of the scene, because, like, you know, the music of the movie is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And, like, this scene's super dramatic, and there's, like, a bunch of bells, and it's this really deep, intense music. This is just, like, like, little music in the background (laughs) as he's just, like, screaming for this woman's life. I'm just like, oh, God. This game's trying its best. Were they... Did did they have to, like, really finish it quick? (laughs) 
<laughs> do you think? I don't know. This world feels like out of all the worlds in this game, this world feels the most half-assed. And I understand there's a lot of this movie where they're just like fucking throw it in the floor. We cannot have anything close to Hellfire. Oh my god. Yeah. But like was it last were they like hey we should put something after traverse town before whatever is next and they're like yeah okay what do we have uh quasimodo that'll be fun i remember liking that movie and they're going through it like son of a bitch we just gotta get through this we just gotta crank this out as fast as we can (laughs) it's kind of what it feels like okay but yeah so he's yelling sanctuary to his midi music (laughs) <laughs> and Frollo's pissed and like starts to leave the little platform and Sora's just like um no and tries to follow him but then a boss shows up of course a boss would show up also I have I the funniest music to think because you said midi music and so I immediately went to like very old video games the funniest music to think of happening while Quasimodo's doing his big like hero moment scene is the burger time soundtrack which if you have not heard burger time it's boop 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 it's just that i think that would be the funniest music to put under quasimodo uh doing his big thing that or brody's adventure the uh lemon demon song okay (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so a big like gargoyle monster just like basically like drops down from the sky and just punches into the like the platform and like shatters it and sora like gets knocked aside right and it is a boss. It is called uh, Wargoyle. It is basically a giant two-legged gargoyle with, like, basically cannons for arms that have, like... Okay. Um, they're not cannons, but it's, like, the best way to describe them. It looks like the low-poly Barrett from Final Fantasy VII. Oh, okay, yeah, Where yeah. it's just, like, a cylinder and, like, three pegs on the front. Right, right. <laughs> spikes. Three spikes on the front. That's what a low-poly <laughs> column is. <laughs> This beer's 10%, by the way. Well, hey, nice. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, so it uh, comes down, it punches the stage apart, and, like, its little, like, arm things, like, rotate, like, they're gonna, and, like, it does shoot fire at you, but then it will, like, punch them at you, and the chain will unravel, and it kind of turns into, like, a sling weapon. Okay, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's actually, like, kind of, and it's just, like, a gargoyle Digimon, basically. Nice. I like the name Wargoyle, too. Yeah. I think that's very, I think it's a very good name. And, uh, yeah, so you fight this thing, and now we're just straight into the climax of the movie. The cathedral is on fire too soon. (laughs) Frollo's up there with his sword confronting Quasimodo and Esmeralda. And he's just like, I knew you'd risk your life to save her, just the way your, like, pitiful mother died trying to save your life. And Quasimodo's just like, oh, my mom's dead? (laughs) Oh, no, buddy, no! (laughs) And then Frollo's just like, yeah, and now I'm going to do what I should have done 20 years ago. And then he tries to murder a man with a sword. <laughs> oh, I like that he is he's like, I'm, I'm going to be racist. I'm going to be extremely creepy in a horny way. Um, I also am going to be ableist. I'm not going to stop doing that just because I'm doing the other things. <laughs> yep. But yeah, so then he tries to kill Quasimodo, but Quasimodo like gets out of the way, and Frollo kind of like goes over the edge of the of the cathedral, but like lands on our gargoyle, and like while he's doing this, like Quasimodo also gets knocked off the side, but like grabs yeah. the ledge, and Esmeralda tries pulling him up, and like while Esmeralda's trying to pull him up, Frollo like stands up on their gargoyle with his sword drawn, and it's just like cackling as he's about to like stab her. Oh, woof! And the gargoyle underneath him breaks. And, oh yeah, well, he's, like, standing up, he's, like, quoting the Bible or something and screaming about damnation and, like, righteousness. 
Sure. And, she, and then the gargoyle breaks, and there's, like, the very uh, heavy thematic thing of him looking the gargoyle in the face and it, like, roaring at him, and then he right. falls down into the fires. So, you know, he got what he deserved. Yep. <laughs> Good. Yeah, so he falls to his death, and Quasimodo falls, but gets caught by Phoebus, and, get pu- and gets pulled up into another part of the cathedral. And Quasimodo just, like, very adorably just, like, hugs him really tightly, and Phoebus <laughs> is just like, Okay, hi, friend. <laughs> Hello. And then, like, Esmeralda comes to check on them, and Quasimodo does the whole, like, where he grabs their hands and puts them together and then puts his hands over theirs and is like, it's okay. Which, again, I can always just think of uh, Lindsay Ellis just going, he's fine. It's fine. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> but yeah, so then uh, we see Phoebus and Esmeralda leaving the cathedral hand in hand as Quasimodo just kind of, like, watches them happily. And Sora uh, walks up to Quasimodo and is like, hey, you can't let your heart be a prison. And Quasimodo's like, yeah, I know, whatever. Um, <laughs> sure, kid. I can't blame Frollo for putting the wa- uh, putting walls up around me. It wasn't the walls that were holding me back. But my heart's free now, and I'm ready to go see what's out there. Aww. And Sora's like, yeah. And there's like a fade out and a fade back in. And Sora's just like standing in the cathedral looking at a statue that's very clearly not Jesus. Yeah, it's just like it is- some dude in robes with like his arms out, and then but then like there's <laughs> angels behind him. So I'm like, it's it's just now like a dude standing there. It's like it's like they didn't know if they had the rights to use Jesus or not. It's public domain <laughs> Jesus. And for all I know, I could be wrong, but I'm like pretty sure Jesus is in Notre Dame. <laughs> I I mean, in the cathedral, I would have to imagine. <laughs> Yeah, it just feels like, you know, Jesus with the serial numbers, like, scratched off so they don't get in trouble. Right, even though, like, you can use Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so Sora's uh, staring at the statue, and he's kind of, like, talking about Quasimodo letting himself be trapped in nightmares by Frollo. And then he turns around and starts to leave, but stops as a man in a black coat with that silver hair. And that tan skin that you don't know comes walking in Mm. and starts going, hypocrite, you're the one who has made your heart a prison. What the fuck do you know, kid? Get out of here. Which is basically what Sora says, where he's just like, (laughs) what? You again? What are you even talking about? I don't know you. (laughs) And then it cuts to like this guy talking. And then beside him is like a ghostly mirage of Vanitas. And both of them say, why? <laughs> Even if you are not the prisoner. And then, like, the Vanitas disappears. And what? Sora. <laughs> and of all so- those things. <laughs> <laughs> and Sora stares at him. And, like, you see his eyes move. So, like, that Vanitas was actually there. And Sora's just like, huh? <laughs> what? Just, like, a very sincere, from the bottom of his core as a human being, has no idea what's happening. Why? So, he can't- Vanitas shouldn't be here. Yeah. Why is he- (laughs) Stay tuned. Because this is my understanding, is that that kid, uh, blowed up in an explosion- (laughs) When Ven killed him. I mean, who hasn't? Uh... (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, so... Uh, is Vanitas also trapped in Sora's heart? Did he hitchhike on Ven a little bit when he went back to Sora at the end of Birth by Sleep? Not to alarm you, but stay tuned. Ugh, I hate it. I hate it. But yeah, so that dude just like slam dunks that on Sora and walks out. So Sora doesn't know who Vanitas is, but it's just... Was it mask up or mask down? Mask up. So, so it's just it's just his face. <laughs> yeah, he's just being like bullied by a version of himself he doesn't know. That's fucking wild. <laughs> like if you looked in the mirror and there's suddenly like a goth version of yourself that's just like, hey, you're a real piece of shit, and you're like, oh, no, okay. it's not like if I looked in the mirror. It's like if I was on a Google Hangout with you, and then next to you was a goth version of me telling me I was a piece of shit. <laughs> you're right. Like, I'm why sorry. is he there? But yeah, so that dude portals out, and so and Sora's just left with his head down, just like, what the fuck is going on? Well, at least I, we know he's a Kingdom Hearts bagger because he came in, negged Sora, and then dipped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just like assault made some vague bullshit, then left. Wow, and then left. Yeah, so Sora has his head down, then looks up as like a light starts glowing on him, and the the keyhole appears in front of the big stained glass. <laughs> I was just saying, right, Frenchie's just like, hey, I got this keyhole for you. <laughs> so he locks it, but like as he locks it, he's clearly like, yeah, I did it. <sighs> no, I don't think I did it. <laughs> and he's just like, my heart is a prison. <laughs> and then just kind of like closes his eyes as like the light of the keyhole like washes him out and like fades out the scene. Oh, baby boy. And then we get Memento, which is the Chronicles of Birth by Sleep, which is basically a wiki article about Birth by Sleep <laughs> for the people like me who are playing this game and going, what the fuck? Who the fuck was that? That is, I, I, On the one hand, it is buck wild that they would do this. On the other hand, it is on a different system. Yeah. Right? It's still a different handheld competing system, which is wild in and of itself. So I guess that makes sense, but it's just, it's still weird to be like, Hey, just in case you skipped one. Yeah. <laughs> so like you, you, you could like read the whole summary of Birth by Sleep and learn about it, but this is what I was like still being sober where I was like, no, I want to play it. I want to learn about it. And then just continue doing the what? Who is that? <laughs> For the rest of this game. But yeah, then after that, you get a new keyblade called the Guardian Bell that is basically it's just like a bell. It's a Notre Dame themed keyblade. It's got a okay. big bell for the key part. The hand the keyblade handles like made out of like gargoyles and stuff. It's really cute. That sounds extremely dope. The bell for the key for like the teeth is is like very choice. Yeah. And it is a keyblade with a long reach that provides an extra boost in magic. Nice. And then you get to drop from Sora over to Riku, which Bond was using a lot of drop me knots this time, which is one of the items that like helps you keep playing as Sora, okay. which is why we didn't get interrupted. So I think he starts doing that from now on. Okay. Because I he think he reached the point in the game where you can buy them. Okay, nice. So he was just like, uh, stock up. All right, we're good. Um, I also saw on Twitter, somebody said that they're like, the worlds are like clustered. So like, you can't get out of the cluster as one before you both catch up there. Yeah, the, they always show up in like a series of three. Okay, so like that. So to answer my question from last time is what happens if you get too far behind to someone is you stop with the other person, I guess, yeah. until you, you... you put in timeout. Yeah. <laughs> So then uh, we go back to Riku, and while he's doing his drop, uh, there's actually a boss fight in here. That sucks. Yeah, so it's um, <laughs> a dream eater called uh, Queen... God, this thing's name. Queen Buzzerfly. It's, okay. 
It's basically a Vespa Queen that shoots sure. little bees at you. And then it will suck the bees back up and then just shoot them back out at you. That sounds pretty cool. I yeah. like bees, so I'm excited to see this one. Yeah, she's just like got like a little gown on that looks like her like uh, thorax and stuff. It's cool. Nice. Or abdomen, whatever. The butt part. The butt part. Of, her skirt's the butt part of the bee. Okay, I was going to say, I don't actually know which is which. But yeah, so uh, we cut back into the world and we see Esmeralda just running away from Phoebus, who's trying to chase her down. And she does the cheeky little where, like, she gets back to the corner and turns around and, like, like winks and, like, disappears in a puff of smoke. Yeah. And uh, then we cut to another part of the city where Riku's just, like, walking around minding his own business. And Esmeralda just comes, like, skidding around the corner, runs past him, then, like, turns around another corner. And so Riku just, like, watches him and sh- or watches her and is just like, yeah, okay, whatever. And goes back to minding his own business. <laughs> the major difference between Sora and Riku. And then, like, Phoebus comes running around the corner and is like, hey, excuse me, have you seen a very rude way to talk about Esmeralda? Oh, okay. And Riku's just, like, looks at him and is like, no, sorry. And just goes back to what he's doing, because Riku says, fuck the police, and good for him. (laughs) Riku says, all cops are bastards, and he is not a fucking snitch. (laughs) And so Phoebus is just like, all right, shit, and goes back to Frollo and is like, hey, we lost her. And uh, Frollo's like, cool, I'm going to be racist, and then I'm also going to be a dick to you. So let's just go back to business as usual. And Phoebus is like, God, this guy sucks, but sure. I feel like Riku should just break his kneecaps right there. <laughs> right? Like, just... <laughs> And then Riku just goes back to minding his own business. And it's just like walking around, but Esmeralda comes like running up to him and it's like, hey, thanks for like not ratting me out. Like, that was real cool of you. <laughs> and Riku's like, look, I don't even know what that word was that they said to me. So how am I supposed to point in a direction? <laughs> right. Uh, also, that's time. Yeah, I like to think that Riku's like, not if you say that fucking word, dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> cool, cool job, everybody involved. <laughs> Mostly just Riku. Riku's doing great. Everyone else can go home. Everyone else gets an F. Except, um, except Esmeralda. She's also doing great. She's, she's doing fine, yeah. Uh, so what can we expect next time on Kingdom Smarts? Uh, next time we are gonna yet again sprint through the entirety of the Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> I think I might see a, a problem <laughs> with dropping between the two characters. Yeah, and they do like split it up in interesting ways where like the stories aren't the same and they're like different halves okay. of the same story. So that's I- fun. I imagine that would have to happen or else people would be like, well, I'm not going to finish playing this if I have to do everything twice. I didn't want to play Recoded for the same reasons. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts definitely wouldn't make you play through the same game three times in one game. (laughs) That'd be ridiculous. That's foolish, even. (laughs) Uh, Thank you very much for listening, everybody. If you want to talk to us online, we are at Kingdom Smarties. You can use the hashtag Kingdom Smarts to talk about the show live tweet to talk about whatever you want you can also use the hashtag cage free if you want to talk about spoiler stuff which is everything after what we just said <laughs> so none of that stuff um and if you want to talk about the world ends with you just don't At just least not, don't just not to us yeah don't talk to us about it just just don't yeah i, I had someone ask, very excited but i had like, someone ask if they should do like uh all the letters free for it and i was just like well i don't want to hear about it and jake doesn't want to hear about it <laughs> So I don't know who you're talking to, so don't worry about it. Just, like... Don't add us. Don't add us or the account. It's pretty easy. Yeah, because, like, I'm trying to get my way through the game. You want to watch the anime. 
Yeah, like just just be cool, y'all. <laughs> just I know you're very excited, and we like that about you, but like just be cool. <laughs> As someone who has signed many NDAs in her day, it's pretty easy to just not do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just not talk about a thing. Uh you can email us at kingdomsmartspodcast at gmail.com. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash kingdom smarts. Uh we a couple weeks ago, the K-pop Smarts went up. Um, that's that's the last thing that happened on there. But if you want early episodes, we don't say that very often. If these episodes go up early on Patreon, so if you like that, you can hop over there. There will probably be a poll for the next K-pop Smarts in like a week of this. Probably, and I sw- we- and I swear I will get to that. Uh... Oh God, what is it? I'm so I'm so like my brain Kingdom is so Designs, fried. you are so fried today. It's uh, all right. The Kingdom the Kingdom Designs. Again, NDA talk. I can't tell you why I'm so tired all the time. You yeah. just have to trust me. Um, I don't know specifically why, but I know the amount of work you have been doing, which is a lot. So like bear with us. Other than that, uh if you just want to support the show. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. I'm at Shannon Manor. I've been Jake. I've been Shannon. And that's been Kingdom Hearts. We have... Would it be smarts? <laughs> oh, no, no I, no. I usually say hearts, but I also was like, do I say smarts here? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't gotten to the part where we get to go check in on Lee. Didn't he? But didn't we see him get all? Yeah. <sighs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>